0: Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, August 31st, 2021. I am Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm arts and culture writer,
1: Ashley Steves. Yay! Yay! We're back! (laughs) Yes! Someone just got back from doing their own show, and I think the people want to know how it was. And I am the people.
0: Oh, well, thank you. (laughs) Um, Yeah, okay, well, I got to do my solo show that I've been really excited to present at SheATL over the past week on Saturday. Um, I truly did not know what kind of crowd I was going to have. I'm not going to lie to you. I was like, (laughs) you know, it could be seven people, three, including my family. And (laughs) um, I, you can, because of course there's a live stream that I'm very happy and honored that you will be watching Yes, uh, beginning September 11th through the 16th. Um, But uh, as soon as I walk out, because i didn't know what the pre-sales were i was like don't tell me you know um i also didn't know who all they were bringing for like from emory playwriting because i have a connection with them and i walked down and you can see me kind of shaking a little bit because i haven't been on stage oh yeah and uh the house was pretty packed (laughs) so (laughs) i was like oh god i'm doing a show (laughs) in front of people and uh, i eventually uh, nerves like kind of faded away again but it was definitely a weird thing to be like because there were, I expected people to be like physically closer. It was like a 90 seat house and I expected people oh, wow. to be closer to me because I like to be able to like talk to the audience, like for real. Um, And there was like no one in the first two rows and then the whole rest of it was like whew, packed up to this <laughs> top and I was like, well, shit, okay. Um, So yeah, it was a lot of fun. I was so, I was so excited that I got to see a lot of people that have already seen the show. I was shocked that i was like but you've seen it i mean it's definitely changed i mean but it was weird to be like you came back and they're like oh yeah i wanted to bring back i wanted to come and bring another person and i was just like that to me is such that there's so So. much honor that yeah like that warms my heart like people are like i'm take a chance take a chance on me like for sure but (laughs) people that returned, okay (laughs) so i had a really great time i felt I felt OK. I couldn't hear audience reactions a lot. So I can't tell if they laughed or, you know, hurled. I'm not sure. I couldn't hear a lot. So we'll <laughs> Maybe see. both simultaneously, but I think you're safe. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. So far, the feedback has been really nice and, and sometimes constructive. And I love that. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to see to hear your uh, opinions i guess yeah <laughs> oh we? god oh hello I, no no, <laughs> no I, like, your hot takes please dm hot me, everyone takes.
1: oh obviously <laughs> i'm so happy for you i'm so glad things went well and i can't wait to see the show it's going to be september 11th that the streaming link is available right and then for yeah. five days after Correct. Right. so perfect perfect weekend viewing i can't wait
0: you could also I feel like I I'm so dumb. I did not even say the title of it. This is my solo show is called To Free a Mockingbird, and you can find all the information on the link and my bios on all my social medias. But thank you, Ashley, for you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, I'm I'm excited to talk about the news because I have it in a couple days. So here we go. Today the Broadway League launched a new campaign called This Is Broadway featuring uh, a short film narrated by Oprah. I mean, if you're gonna get anybody to sign on, it's gotta be the Queen. The video features archival footage from, like, 99 Broadway shows, 735 performers in total, encouraging people to return to the theaters of New York City with, like, all this nostalgia, right? The total uh, runtime of the video is, like, two minutes. However, this does launch a very serious, exciting campaign in an effort to revitalize theatrical tourism to New York. So, if you haven't already Love watched that. it, I mean, iconic. This is kind of the thing. So, we've been talking
1: about this for months and months and months in various ways as far as, like... Broadway one Broadway needs like a reopening campaign. Mm-hmm. Two, they needed someone to kind of like herald
0: the vaccination campaign, which clearly didn't happen. Remember, we and all thought had... that was going to be Lynn and it's not fair to just like put it on him. but sure, like sure. We thought there had to there were there was going to be one champion,
1: and, but liter- like yeah. literally anybody, and it didn't happen. We had all these people <laughs> in the UK that were doing it, including Sir Andrew Lloyd Webber. Uh, You're didn't right, didn't happen. Yeah, my best friend. We're real close. Uh, we didn't have that in the U.S. So then we needed like some kind of reopening champion thing. And I guess Oprah, why not? I mean, she does and owns everything else. So I feel like. Oh, oh, nice. Any- oh, Yeah. See, that was totally intentional. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah, I think I, I, I love this. I love the video. I'm happy to have a reopening campaign just for the fact that it meets. You know, symbolizes that we're reopening and that brings up a lot of feelings for me, a lot of emotions for me. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, it's, it's cute. It's cute. I, I, I agree with you. I hope it does mean that we're, we're getting, obviously we've reopened with Passover and everything, but I hope that means that we're going to see a lot more of stuff like this. Yeah. I hope that means we're going to see a lot more stuff like this from a lot more people um and kind of late at
0: this point just do it yeah just do it
1: exactly that's (laughs) the broadway slogan as we all know and love (laughs) um but i hope we you know we didn't have that big get to the vaccination, whatever, whatever clinic kind of campaign and get back into the theater. I hope we're kind of doing that now, especially as stuff in New York is now requiring vaccinations and Broadway has already announced that they're requiring vaccinations and masks. So I think that this is a really good kind of dual campaign opportunity that they can do.
0: Where was the video? Where was the viral video of someone doing a parody of Get Me to the Church on Time? Yeah, right. Like where was the parody video Get Me To the oh Shot on god. Time? Oh my god. Like where <laughs> was to, it?
1: Get me to the Shot on Time. <laughs> I, don't I feel know. like that's probably not what they would have <laughs> the with, been with, on do- time.
0: Yeah, sure, why not? I like it. <laughs> oh, don't pay me to write anything. All right, next. Bit of news after a few <laughs> days And I know that you and Matt discussed this Yesterday on the show correct oh, yeah. Okay, so we don't have to fully Rehash it but I just want to do I, I do Want to read through the You know there was a Twitter backlash regarding You know I mean it was Heard everywhere right through Cameron McIntosh uh, his comment about Transphobic casting situations um, So I'm going to read a Statement that the Cameron Macintosh Limited put out today on Twitter it Said I was recently asked by a journalist if I would consider making the character of Mary Poppins not the actor playing the role, a transgender woman. Unfortunately, my answer has been misinterpreted to suggest that I am opposed to casting a transgender performer to play the role. This is absolutely not true. I meant only that I would not, as a producer, disregard the author P.L. Travers. I mean, blame it on a dead woman. Okay. Um, Original (laughs) intention for the character. (laughs) To be clear, whether a person is trans has no bearing on their suitability for any role in any of my shows, including Mary Poppins, as long as they can perform the role as written. I am very sorry for any distress caused by any remarks uh, by my remarks being misinterpreted trans actors are welcome to submit and audition for any of my productions but not get the roles. i was gonna say it did not (laughs) what matters is what has always mattered the talent and storytelling i have long been and will continue to be a proponent of diversity in casting for my projects around the world
1: Cameron, Just impression. not as they actually are presented on stage. It's it's a nonsense statement. I mean, he... It's, he yeah.
0: It's definitely, like, very, very clear. Like, this was very misinterpreted. Um, you can go back to the original article. <clears throat> I... I don't believe it was misinterpreted. I think you, you could spin it to where it sounds misinterpreted, which is what this is. Definitely, um, definitely. And I think, I,
1: I think, yeah. I think that's always. Sorry, I think no, that's no. always the claim of when stuff like this comes out yeah. of you know whomever saying <laughs> something with some kind of ism, racism, transphobia, uh, sexism, anything. And the media statement is, "Oh, you misheard oh, me." Yeah, you misheard me. My my words were misinterpreted. It's mm-hmm. like, first of all, <laughs> <laughs> journalists keep. Tapes so it's a bold Claim to try and make That all the time maybe it was Spun and you're right it could very well Be spun to Make it seem worse than it is yeah. But the basis of it Still has to be there And to claim that it's like oh I wanted to stick With like Travers intention which Right let's blame it on a dead woman but also <laughs> She hated like every Interpretation of Mary Poppins Ever and it's as close to the Movie as possible for sure uh any kind of stage production it is essentially the movie which she hated so why are you (laughs) like why is that your argument i guess
0: yeah it's just a little difficult and i think that from what i've seen of like all the people like retweeting it or quote tweeting it and like having some words afterwards yeah everybody's saying the same thing which i think is a positive thing to say okay well then prove it exactly okay yes okay well then okay like, we're not gonna burn it to the ground. Like, we're not out here trying to be, you know, like, okay, I want everybody to put their money where their mouth is. Correct. If that's a true statement, like, cast trans people without it being that's a the stunt. Thing. Like, right. you know, it's uh, just like the verbiage was so disheartening. And, and to be honest, like, I think everyone finally was vocal in a way that they should have been for a long time, and um yep. I'm hoping, yeah, I'm hoping it's a positive thing. That's all we can do, right? A hundred percent
1: agree with you there. Like this has to be a put your money where your mouth is situation because she talks about, as I made a snide comment to, that trans actors are always welcome to submit an audition for any of <sighs> my productions, but like, where are they on the stage? Where is this diversity on the stage that you? keep citing and this statement as well as any other statement like i don't see it and i don't think we're all on the same page with what diversity means but when we say we want to see diverse casts and creative teams versus what he thinks that means and i think <laughs> especially for him but so many other people like there needs to be that change clearly and that needs to be you know, spoken loud and clear Which is what people are doing now
0: I just want people to say it with that have mommy too Yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> You know, the people sure. that are holding those purse strings A lot of time, I'm like, hey, where are yeah. you at? Mm-hmm. Why aren't you in my DMs? Like, what's going on? <laughs> Alright, let's take a moment from the show to talk about our Patreon We at Broadway Radio are so eager To bring you more exclusive content Roundtable discussions, interviews, and much more We are able to keep the lights on Thanks to you Our patrons and listeners, please continue to support us through being a Patreon subscriber and engaging with us across all of our social media platforms. I am waiting for you. At me. We are so excited about (laughs) you. you really just try to get people into your messages here. (laughs) I am lonely. I am not. Please don't talk. To me. No, don't. Uh, please. No, hey, I am like begging you to stop. Um, we're so excited. about I'm just uh, we're so <laughs> excited about our upcoming Broadway news season. Thanks to you. And if you aren't already getting the news before everyone else, go ahead. Pause this episode right here. I'll give you a second. Pause it. And go to patreoncom slash Broadway radio to learn more and then jump back into the show. Because I'm just saying, Ashley and I got a lot of stuff brewing. Oh my god, so much stuff. That was very
1: lovely by the
0: way. That was very oh. melodic. And then
1: here I come with my vocal fry to talk about all the stuff <laughs> that we have Put it down. <laughs> 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 yeah as you said we have a lot of stuff coming up Matt and I talked about it on the show yesterday we've got the come from away pro tape we've got the dear mm-hmm. Evan Hansen movie we've got everybody's talking about Jamie you and I are going to talk about Passover at some point this week or some oh, point yeah. this I'm, I'm month really who's to about that say I actually yeah, talked about it in the car
0: with my parents <gasps>
1: Yes, ooh, very thrilling though So yeah, that's all coming up soon um, At some as early as this week So make sure you are on our Patreon, patreon.com Slash Broadway Radio
0: Boom, get it there All right. So the national tour, I didn't even know they were going back on tour, but here we are talking about it. The, uh, my fair lady Lincoln Center revival tour is going to relaunch on September 14th. They had previously, you know, been going and then of course pandemic happened, but it's going to relaunch, um, at the Hobby Center in Houston, Texas. Shireen Ahmed will star as Eliza Doolittle and Laird McIntosh as Henry Higgins. Now we are going to talk about later in the show some situations going on in Texas as far as like COVID numbers. Mm -hmm. So it kind of startled me that that is where they are beginning. Their tour I'm hoping that that does not Dismantle the whole situation because I don't Want them to have to stop again I don't want anybody to have To stop again of course but Mm -hmm. um, in Particular there are a couple articles that I'll discuss uh, Later in the show about but yeah so congratulations to them they're going back on tour definitely yay yay so the new york city council passed legislation restricting costume characters and performers slash street vendors all the people that you see in times square uh (laughs) proposing the creation of certain areas where they will be permitted between west 40th street to west 50th street after like so many complaints have been ongoing Mm. from tourists forcing council to discuss and pass legislation here's the thing they had already kind of done that, so that's why this is concerning. That's because, like, what I thought. I thought there was wasn't there a big cap on like,
1: especially like you know Times Square Elmo and stuff like that as far as right, but restrictions also restrictions for like, time, being,
0: like, red yeah. triangles and stuff. Like they're supposed to stay within those uh, yeah. parameters. They haven't been. Apparently, uh, people have said like, okay, like you need to create a more. I don't even know what the pri- or the right term is, but like just a, a separate area. Put in um, a, p- a, yeah. a fenced in area, pen. a little pen, yeah, yeah. Which it, it's hard because uh, you know when we start regulating this stuff, because you you know we all groan about like the the Times Square Elmo situations of it all. Sure. People, you know, like uh, coming up to you asking if you want a picture, money, et cetera, et cetera. But I just don't want this to limit, like. Every, like, I think yeah. when you start to decide who gets what and who, what artists are allowed to and what street vendors are allowed Definitely. to, I don't want this to become a racist situation. Oh, for sure. Because it sure. very well could, but I know that they are working with the Times Square Alliance to make sure that it's very equitable for all artists involved, which I appreciated, um, cause the president was, was mentioned, uh, in this kind of, um, Council legislation as well. Good. Yeah, it's
1: a very fine line. And that was actually my first thought of like, Mm -hmm who is being restricted like what about these painters
0: that make their money
1: exactly
0: exactly
1: yeah there's there's a lot obviously going on in times square at all the time all all, at all times from like times square almost to painters to you know performance artists everything in between the
0: girls in the tights giving out flyers for chicago
1: yeah i thought about them too like so what like i feel like I don't even know. I was gonna say, I feel like maybe ticketers won't be restricted, but I mean, then you gotta look at people like, uh the ones that are offering you if you want to go to a free comedy show that no one has ever been to in the history of time. I just, like, it's It's a very, I hate the term slippery slope, but mm-hmm. it is it's a very slippery slope of, like, we're going to restrict these people. Okay, then who's next? And who's yeah. next? And who's next? So I'm glad, as you said, they're working with Times Square Alliance, and hopefully that kind of, uh, you know, curbs that a bit and makes sure that it's not going to be... You know, everyone is just kicked out of doing the work that puts food on the table.
0: Correct. But we also want people to want to come to Times Square because that is theater district technically. And we want people to feel safe. That's really it. Um, I
1: want to walk through Times Square without being attacked
0: (sighs) by a man in an Elmo costume. Yeah, I'm trying to beeline to the Krispy Kreme hot sign. I'm not trying to take a pic with that man. I'm not.
1: Yeah, yeah. give me them Krispy Kremes.
0: (laughs) Hot hot take. Krispy Kreme, Mm. don't come at me real quick. Oh, Do not get the Times Square Big Apple Donut. I repeat, do not. I heard it's hideous. It is, okay, I got it as like a bit but it was, first of all, $10 for no. one donut. Yes, it was. No. Because, it, well, it came in a commemorative box, which I love. Um okay. But it came in this commemorative mm. box of a green. And I got super excited. I took a bite into it. I, it tasted like I was eating plastic. It was Ew. the most disgusting thing I've ever had. Um, Do not purchase. Don't mess with perfection. Just get the
1: original glaze once the hot sign comes on. It's on Golden, 24 hours in, in New York City, guys.
0: Yeah. Hello. The first one in the world. Hello. Yeah. You have no choice. <laughs> All right. Um, a couple of outlets like Rolling Stone have highlighted COVID and Broadway and the return of theater mask requirements and the Delta variant. The Rolling Stone article by Jerry Portwood discusses like how the standing ovation for the first performance of Passover was kind of mm. inevitable because everybody was kind of through it. it you can audibly hear it being like we earned this like we won we did it you know we've gone through so much we did the vaccine we got the mess we waited we did it <laughs> you know? um and how like this is it was a lot about passover which i love so i hope you get to take a look at this actually because it was like really beautiful mm, uh, and then additionally like in an article for american theater.org gerald raymond pierce um talks about like how the delta variant is kind of looming over potential cancellations for many theater companies after months of you know empty houses and a lot in particular um in the texas area you know um a lot of organizations yeah. were like oh this is what our programming is going to be and then as the delta variant has surged with numbers in their in their uh, counties they they can't Um, risk it so they have to cancel their shows and so that's why I was a little nervous about uh, My Fair Lady beginning in Houston but yeah yeah, we're just all trying to pivot
1: (laughs) yeah no definitely I read the I haven't read the Rolling Stone one I have read the Pierce article which is from American Theater which is kind of uh, sobering Mm -hmm. for sure Yeah, kind of like brings my anxiety back up quite a bit Uh, not that it's gone anywhere ever especially as like I mean there are places and plans that I had for early fall that have already been canceled by the venues because of the variant. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, here we go again. And, you know, trying to like figure out essentially, I mean, you know, getting press uh press invites again and filling out my calendar again and trying to make the decisions that i had to make earlier i guess earlier than the summer late spring i don't even remember when show started opening because time is an illusion um But like going through that kind of song and dance again, as far as like, is this safe? How do I do this? How do I approach this? Do I even go to this and put like myself at risk and my loved ones at risk? And the answer, unfortunately, again, is starting to be like, no, this isn't worth it. So that's, you know, on a whatever, a professional level on this side, as far as like the journalistic side, Is one thing, you look at the performer side and I just, I have so much empathy and sympathy for everybody that is, not just performers, but anyone putting on theater of any kind at this point and having to reopen under these conditions because I don't really have a choice. Like there's no other, there's no other plan and there's no other option at this point. To, Than to open, I wish that weren't the case, but we know that is the only choice right now. Yeah, uh, and it's just so frustrating. It's frustrating to see. It's frustrating to see. You know, you mentioned Texas and the my Fair Lady tour. Like these people have to do this. Yeah. Like this is <laughs> they've they have no other option. Well, they're doing it in waiting. a place. They've been waiting and they're doing it in a place. They've been waiting. They have no other option. They want to do this. It's you know. Their love and they're doing it in a place where there's so much disregard for what's happening around us. I'll
0: throw you, uh, like a current example. So they're, uh, performing, I forget the the theater name, but it's in Long Island and Mm. this certain theater is, is performing newsies. And the theater has decided, rightfully so, that they would like to not only mask all audience members, but provide proof of vaccination. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Like let's go Mets. Um, like this is, you know, like part of the course for Broadway. <laughs> I'm not
1: gonna I'm not gonna say that, but yeah. <laughs> You're not gonna say let's go
0: Mets, okay. No. Kinda. Um <laughs> This is where we differ, guys. Um, but so that's great. That's what Broadway's doing. They're taking their cue from Broadway. We did the same thing this weekend at G A T L. Great, love it. Here's the thing newsies is um widely loved uh by young people. Young people up to the age of twelve cannot get the vaccine. Yeah. Therefore, this house of 1200 is selling about 300 seats per performance. Mm. Can you imagine having worked this hard on a professional production? And because that is the limitation currently of the vaccine, it limits your houses. So I just want to remind people that it is, it is so much bigger. I think in many ways than just like, you know, we're doing the right things. It's like, okay, but what about programming? What if the programming doesn't allow for what we our uh, our limitations right now as a country so it's it's really uh it's, just just i don't know
1: <laughs> it's well it's the thing of everyone saying well okay we've got all these people that can go back to the theater now they're all backs so they can wear masks uh you know or or just generally like everyone's backs so they can go back to the theater mm-hmm. Blah 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 it's not just that because one there are so many people who aren't aren't and just won't and still want to go back to the theater and obviously they shouldn't be allowed in the doors until that happens but as you mentioned there are younger people who can't get vaccinated yet and want to go to shows there are you know people who can't get vaccinated for other reasons or people who have not been able to get a vaccine for other reasons usually availability um it's just like you have to be able to have enough people in those seats to be able to put on those performances. And there are so many other factors involved in that that you can't just say, well, we have enough people vaccinated that they can do that. That's not really how that works. And it's just so frustrating to see everyone be like, well, they can put on the performances either way. Like, no, they can't, because they don't have enough people to be able to Pay for the rent of these theaters. And it's Correct. just like this constant back and forth of can we afford to put on the show? No, we can't afford to put on the show. Well, we can't afford to cancel it either because literally our livelihoods depend on it.
0: Correct. So, um, you know, I, I attended actually a, a show on Sunday um, at the Fox Theater in Atlanta. I attended the <gasps> Hamilton oh, Philip tour oh and every that theater is freaking massive. You guys. And I'm telling you, every single person in that theater maintained their mask on their face and everybody felt great about it. Um, It felt very safe. And I was like, OK, cool. I think we can I think we can move forward at this pace. Um, But again, like they weren't saying that they had to check vaccine. Mm. Um, I had two people actually turned away from my show this weekend because they were not able to prove their vaccination uh, status. Damn. Um, they were like, Oh, no, no, we've been vaccinated. I think this is what you're saying. Um, but they were like, Um, oh, yeah, we've, we, we knew that you had to prove it, but we've been vaccinated. And they were like, Okay. We just have to see proof of it, and they were like, "Oh, we don't have that," and they were like, "I'm sorry, we can't mm-hmm. let you in." So, um, yeah, wild times. But anywho, um, we'll we'll keep you guys updated on what we hear from every yep. source possible, and we hope the theater can continue. So, Definitely. finally, in uh, some feel good recommendations, question mark? Uh, the Elsie Fest concert was on Sunday, and there are tons of video highlights that we are linking you to through Broadway World. It was very exciting. Adrian Warren, Alex Brightman, Chris Rodriguez, so many other people. Like, it was it was fabulous. And then, of course, the Wicked concert. Did you guys talk about this yesterday? We talked about it a little bit yesterday. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, you can uh, stream the whole thing now, and I haven't uh, watched it yet. Oh, yeah, me neither. Okay, well, then we'll do that, and then we'll have something to talk about later in the <laughs> Get on uh, it. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And don't forget about our Patreon. That's slash Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at It's Grace Aki. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This Is Ashley. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you tomorrow.